baby, baby, you're a wild one. It's not you're a wild one. It is. No, it's not. It is. It's it's a wide world. Who? That's, that's a good point. But that? that's not what I'm singing. Whose song is that? Whose song? Ooh, baby, as what? I think they did a version. All right. So there you go. And they sang. Who's... Ooh, baby, baby, you're a wild one. No one sang that. I I can bet you. I bet you money. I sang it. You're such a dick. <sighs> I had to some. I had a thing to, to do for this intro. Oh, go on. Sorry, go on. I was just going to interrupt you and say, like, go on about the sauce. And... <laughs> oh, I see <laughs> what you're going to do. Yeah. That's very cute. It's very cute. There is actually a source report this week, ladies and gentlemen. Before we start the show, the source report. Do 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 I went to Taco Bell, and I got some sauce. Reach over. This one. There's the one that the... says fire. Fire. Now that's their hottest sauce. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Do you know what? And also, these are like a little bespoke sauce sachets you get at Taco Bell. Because yeah. in there, you can see, read that out. There's a little message in there. Paul. Oh, hang on. Get on my level. But it says different stuff on the other ones, you can see. What does that one say? Ridiculously good tasting. And that's ketchup. That's ketchup. <laughs> so, it's like... Uh, oh, this one's orange and it says, you know you want me. Yeah, but that's the hot. You dirty bit. Yeah, dirty girl. It's all not very. It's not very good hot sauce. Right? Is that the sauce? Is that it? No sauce report. Listen, do, do, don't do, try do, and do, truncate. I've got to do an intro to this podcast. Don't truncate my sauce report. Well, then man. maybe save it for after the intro. You'll, hey, you'll betray the people of Cheap Show. I will the people. I will the people. I want. I haven't finished talking about the fucking. Can't hot we save sauce? it for after the show when the show? When the, we get into it. When we get into it. The source report comes at the top. <laughs> it doesn't come. That's not a new routine we're doing where we open every show with a source report. It seems to be though, I'm doesn't it? Fucking <laughs> what? You're gonna do what? I'm gonna. No. I'm gonna stick oofed up my meters. <laughs> Down it. I would rather. I'd rather dip my dick Are in you gonna, oof. What? How's it gonna go up? It. Are you gonna be sort of. I'll suspended? be erect, and I'll. Press down on it like I'm squashing well, a that lemon. Be st- that would putting oof down your penis. Your meters. But it's going up my shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you. St- right, is this it? Source support over. All I wanted to say is those little messages that you get on the Taco Bell hot sauce sachets. Yeah. What uh, tell you to kill? You, yeah. You're going, ah, ah, kill the heretic. Paul, <laughs> Paul come on. Paul, are, are a bit like. Um, Love hearts, you know, different yeah. message. They're a bit like that. That's Great. What what a do, 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 do. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eli Silverman's Cheap Show, starring Eli Silverman, the breakout star of Cheap Show, oh, a podcast about the economy and austerity and finding bargains in power lands and charity shops across this great nation. No, I think you starring need to... Eli Silverman, I think you and do... I am co-host Paul Gannon. Yes, Paul, you're getting big. <sighs> Welcome to fucking Cheap Show. Welcome to fucking Eli Silverman's Cheap Show podcast. Fucking <laughs> hell. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, right? It's a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to fucking accept. Noodle time. Tales from the dance floor. How's the pick going? The price of shite. 
Introduce your show, Mr. Silverman. Uh, uh, Jumble Sales. What have we got coming up on the podcast today, Mr. Silverman? Well, we have got a bit of a reverse cheap show today, Paul, because we're going to be doing each other's traditional segments, aren't we? That's right. We're going to do a segment swap. We're swapping segments. Indeed. Uh, which means you'll be doing a platter segment with I some have. stuff you've, yep. you've picked up. Yeah. And also in the show, a little visit to the froth shop. But it ain't Gannon's it's froth not. shop. It's Silverman's Spoff shop. <laughs> Yay! Yay! It's Silverman Spoff shop. And also, we're going to have... Like Noel Edmund's swap shop, but Silverman Spoff shop. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Dried ejaculate for the sprinkling man. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like, good. Uh, also... Yeah. It's time to return in another reverse segment. Oh. Because we're doing Me Casa, Poo Casa. Well... Picasa Pucasa. Picasa Pucasa. Is where rather than find something uh, that we think is awesome in a charity shop and give it as a gift to the other, as a pipe of peace kind of move, uh, this is the opposite. Where we find something that's horribly awful. We try and get the worst thing. We're competing to yeah. find the most ab- ab- abhorrent object. So shall we just crack on with that then? Oh, you want to start with that? Let's start with that. Let's get it right into gear. Ooh, like that. And then we can go back to some other bits I've got over here. Yeah. Are you trying to do a poultice bit there? No. You were. You, oh, did, you a... did a little fist pump as yeah, if you were that's... applying a, a metaphorical poultice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be stepping on my territory, yeah? Well, you're stepping. We're all stepping on territories now, today, Now, I've got it? a doozy. I've got a doozy as well. Right. Mine, I reckon, is going to be worse. Okay, so I will say this. Mine is fucking tasteless, mine... ugly, and... And a bit grimy. Okay. Mine is practical, but grossly misjudged and unpleasant to look at. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's start with mine then. Yours, All right. might, yours sounds like it might be worse. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to hand this to you, Paul. It's been wrapped, wrapped rather nicely in, in the charity shop. So already just by looking at it and the girth and the wrapping, it's a beaker or, you know, uh, that drinking it is. receptacle. That is. It is. It's really the design that really... Oh, dear. It's a pint glass. Right. And it's got... 18 legal written on it. <laughs> look, look, the face. And like what looks like a kind of a naughty schoolboy. Off his head on fucking naughty dust. Yeah, it's like he's going, he's, I'm 18 and legal. Legal and to I'm, drink, I'm, isn't it? Oh, it must be drink. referring to that, legal to drink. I thought well, it's not knobbing. legal to knob. I thought it was knobbing they were what, getting is, out. But is that then... his cum face? He's knobbing, he's no, busting it, a nut. Yeah, that's his nut face. Look that's at his, him. That's his Terry Nopkins face. How ugly and awful is that? It's like a smiley face, but without the yellow it's the pigmentation. Eyes I don't get. The eyes I don't get how they're drawn. You see uh, what I mean? He's put bags on because to give it the more intoxicated, uh, tired, uh, drunk look. And look at that. A nasty price, price sticker, sticker has stuck to the bottom it is of mucky. this. And it's kind of mucky. Mucky. No one wants this. No, no, no one, one ever wants, wants this. this. <laughs> what, you get, like a hobbit. <laughs> Nobody wants this. this. I wants this, you. Yeah. Yes, yeah, precious 18 legal How mugs. much? That is... Really, it was nasty. bad. Isn't I it? didn't want to touch that. That's the best I've done on this segment so far, uh, isn't it? That's yeah, it's all right. That is no one wants that. Yeah, and is ugly. And yeah, it, and it's kind of uh, morally. What's it saying? I yeah, don't get pissed. Yeah, oh, we, we, oh, yeah, it's that kind oh, of thing. Fuck, hey, hey, son, how old are you today? How old are you today? Eighteen, Dad. Right, get your knob in there. <laughs> <laughs> Get his down your throat! Oh, he's dead. He's dead. My oh, my God, mate. Dead. That went fucking dark quick. <laughs> well, that's what could happen. How much was that? 
Well, with the other item I bought, okay, so... it was £3. Oh, okay. Good to know. So £1.50. All right, fair enough. That's quite high, really. Right, here's mine. <sighs> Mr. Silverman, say what you see. Is this my poop pee of... Oh, God. This is... <laughs> <laughs> what is it? This is... Uh... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just... It's it's quite... All right. I'll tell him what it is. I'll just say me... this before we go any further. My girlfriend looked at it and went, please give that to Eli because I don't want it in this no, house. No, this is the type of thing you don't want in the house. No. Like that. You wouldn't yeah. want that. <laughs> yeah. The 18 legal You wouldn't mug. be proud of having no. that on your shelf. It's fucking questionable, that It's a student mug, that, isn't it? It's awful. This is a mug as well, Paul. Kind of. And it's in a green box. Well, it's not a mug, no. And it says on the top here, bogeyman. Yeah. Great fun for the kitchen. Nah. Egg separator. Egg separator. This is an egg separator. Yeah, but why is it interesting? Because it is a sort of receptacle. It's ceramic. This is disturbing, man. Isn't it? Yeah. It's a ceramic mug-shaped. Oh, God, that's so weird. Can I have this? Yes. You can definitely have that, because I <laughs> don't like looking at it. I'm it up there with the, my funny worm and my Pac-Man ghosts. Ghost. Yeah. Salt and pepper it shaker. fit in there. It will, won't it's it? haunting. <laughs> You'll wake up. After a cocaine binge and see that and have massive horrible nightmares. Well, the thing is, when you binge on cocaine, it's a stimulant, Paul. Yeah. So it makes you stay awake. I don't know drugs. Do exactly. I? Oh no, I'm not going to wake up after. A, it's like you know. What gives you haunting nightmares after you take it? Ecstasy. Uh, nightmares. Oh yeah, there is a thing with ecstasy where you get this thing where you, uh, 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 you wake, you get bad. What they call a brain buzz or something. Yeah. I've never experienced it myself, but you get this thing like it sort of. Yeah. You get this whole jolty, nasty... Like falling off a building and catching yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. but worse, like pain. Anyway. Um, This is like the face of a... um, Like a a dead dead man's corpse mask. um, It's got a big nose, like a dead man's corpse mask. You know when you see like those death masks? It is like that. It looks like that. But but it's it's got a handle at the back of the head. It's got two ears. Imagine a Toby jug. And, yes. Crossed with nosy bonk. And a sort of, he's got a, um, what am I, like an orc kind of yeah. look to it as well. So like a uh, sort of a Middle Earth style sort of. Holes in the nose. There um, are big holes where, in the nostrils. Yes. There are nostrils on this thing. And so you break an egg in there, do you? Yeah. And then you pour the white out You there. pour it out like a teapot. And, and it looks like he's snotting. snotting. Big snotty globules out of his nose. And the yolk stays in the cup. How many times would you actually use that to separate an egg? I mean, if you're making a cake, maybe. You egg whites using a cake, don't you? Yeah, you do. You might need to separate them at some times and use the yolk for the oh, cream later. Some people who like watching their weight or whatever they they like to they go egg white omelette yeah. just in it. Why? Because it's less. Well, I there's wouldn't less use pro- that. Like uh, I wouldn't calories. use that because that's haunting. It's really disturbing. Yeah, and like the idea of it having like snotty globules come out of its nose is it's make, kind of disgusting. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like that. As we all know, uh, with the hierarchy of disgusting bodily fluids, yeah. snot. And phlegm is at the top. You know what it's, it's missing? More, wouldn't you say, Paul? Yeah. You know what it's missing? When you see someone's phlegm on the sidewalk. Oh, or when you see a bogey hanging out of someone's nose that's dangling there. Oh, oh, that is one of the most grotesque yeah. things. I don't know what... Oh, I'm at, no, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> God, he's set himself well, what's off. What's funny is it's missing a trick that it needs an electronic component. Because right. the idea is you should pour it, and then as it's doing that, you can tip it back and it goes... <laughs> And that when you tip it back, it It sniffs. Um, That is a terrible, terrible thing, Paul. Really ugly and kind of disturbing. But it has a sort of quality of build. 
It's it's whereas well the, made. Do you know what I mean? Whereas the eighteen legal, just there's nothing redeeming it's about like it. At Gary all. from the shop goes, oh, "I've got twenty thousand pint glasses to yeah. shift. What are we putting on yeah. it? Eighteen again? You know what I mean? Right. So, so I, you've what, done well, but it was close. But I am going to give it to your mucky eighteen it's worse. legal. It's worse for more reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is just sort of ugly. It feeds a, a kind of mindset. Taste. This was pretty bad, I have to say. It's not what I want in the kitchen. It's a bad separating eggs, item, but I'm just. Um, Oh, he's looking in his bag again. Me- I just want to show you this other thing I got, Paul. Yeah. Because uh, it's Ooh. weird. It's like a snow dome. It's a, like a, a it's sparkle gold, globe. It's got gold glitter and gold. What balls. is in there? Look what's in there. It's like a castle on top of a magic golden hill. It looks like a tit with a ray gun on it. Yeah. Bizarre. And then there's... And um, then, yeah, because it's a weird mountain that kind of is sloped slightly But that's to like a building side. on top, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a, mount, like a magic castle. Now, you're missing... There's another aspect of this object, Paul. There's if coins you look in there. Are they coins? There's a coin in there. Or maybe that's... No, but, oh no, it is a movable... It's a coin. And there are golden balls with and black... And there's golden balls with black holes. No, they're not actually that. They're not... They're just like beads. They're just like, beads. There's just beads in there. Oh, it's got... Hang on. Yeah. It's got, oh, ah. it's got a battery on it. Is it... Didn't expect that. <laughs> Look, and it lights up. It's glowing. There's, there's LED, coloured LEDs in the in the mountain. Is this Chinese music? I asked the lady in the charity shop. I, I said, "Is that some sort of religious thing?" Because I think, and she said, "Yeah, it's, it." She thinks it's Hindu, like it's an Indian. Oh. That there's some kind of Hindu. Um, I kind of like it. It's kind of cool, but it's, it's kind of also... trippy, isn't it? No, this, so that's a strange item, isn't it? Definitely, Very strange. Definitely not one for me. Me, poo casa. Oh, look, there is a coin in there, isn't there? Yeah. I wonder what's on that coin. If it's this, like, it probably means something. All this, you know, the golden beads and no, the that coin. That looks like a, a nickel. That looks like a oh, weird. I'm turning it off. That's a strange object. It's a very strange object. But someone might know what it's for. But it looks like it's maybe a bit of touristy kind of tat celebrating a religion yeah. thing. Yeah. Anyway, there will be photos of all of this stuff. Oh, you better believe on the website. it. So if anyone's got any ideas. Uh, Keep them to yourself. Yeah. That's all right. Let's get going with the show then. I was going to do other I bits. thought that was the show. No, I was going to mention a winky update. I've got a few things coming up with that. Basically, I've translated it into English and we will be recording it soon for a forthcoming episode. No more details there, but okay. I'm quite happy with the translation. Oh, and you know, there's that other song, Nostradamus. Uh, what, the one that was uh, on the YouTube channel the that Google had no rack. views? Yeah. yeah. So By the trans- same guy who someone, did... Uh... Yeah, someone translated this for us as well. The same guy, uh, Manuel, a proper Frenchie. Right. He translated the... Uh, what he was saying in that. Nostradamus. And goes, here it is. I'll just read it quickly for you. Okay. Wow, human. I'm here. Wow. I'm not like you at all. I'm only mad because... <laughs> wow. Ostrogoth. And then he says in here, as in the Germanic tribe from the late antiquity. Visigoth, so not, it must have been like Ostrogoth. Yeah. But it also can mean, in quite old slang, a rude and odd person. Anyway, the poem continues. I'm awaited, last Christian Pope, Benedict XVI, get out. You won't be able to stop the violent uprising. Some noodles. What? So that's what it says here. Some crib sheets. And then again, it says, old, lang, old slang, the translation for a crib sheet is... Untool, which sounds like the verb tulier, which means to stare. Hence the fact that it comes after the noodle verse, I think. Maybe. What? So, yeah. Is, uh, what's happening, Paul? And term, the poem continues. Pupils. You only use them for that. I'm sorry? Get out. You smell of gas. 
The sentence can be taken literally, but it could also be in the old slang. You feel as there's there's something wrong. Poem continues. You're going to blow up everything. In French, the word Peter can mean to blow up something or to fart. So, yeah, he smells the gas. There's probably a bit of fart metaphor in here. Well, the gas would be a fart metaphor as well. Nuclear. That's with you. That's clear. Going to go up in the air. Wow, I'm human. Wow, Ostrogoth. And that's it. Well, the guy obviously... uh... Wrote this about you. Why? Because I'm an Ostrogoth who farts, am I? Yeah. Noodles. Well, fuck you. Noodles. Maybe he predicted noodles. the coming of you. This French guy <laughs> predicted the coming of Eli Silver. Well, he did well. Anyway. Uh, that's very strange. And no wonder no one wanted to watch the video. Didn't he? he probably didn't tell anyone about the video. No. What, what was he doing with himself? I'll make a video. Well, this rustic wall. I'll just have some shots of that. And a cat smoking a spliff. And a cat smoking a spliff. And then... I mean, how can you forget? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the beginning of Cheap Show. Ah. Let's go into the next bit of it. So, do you have a jingle for uh, your spoff shop? No, I'm going to be playing the shopkeeper. Okay. Because it's a reverse now, Paul. So right. I just want you to play out the scene, okay? No jingle. You just walk I'm down walking the street. In and I enter the shop. Tingling link, yeah? You're... Uh, all right, I tell you what. You let's play this out. Can I just have? Can I have you? Yeah. Just, just pubescent. It's just starting. Oh mate, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't, please don't. Can I just say at this point we got another one star review on iTunes? Did we? You know what it said? Utterly vile. They're probably anti-Semitic. What? I know. <laughs> I'm thinking. I mean, don't like the show. But I wouldn't say we're anti-Semitic. Utterly vile. I know. Oh, well. I'm not pleasing. So you can't please some people. You can't please some people, can you? <laughs> you try and make endless spoff jokes and some people don't like That's it. That's all we want to do. We just, just make yeah. spoff gags. You sort of try and surreptitiously fart on your podcast and it's, yeah. it's edited fucking and highlighted. And highlighted and, and it's magnificent. <laughs> it's, it, it is magnificent. I want someone to kind of art of noise all those fart sounds up and make... Do you know there was that app that my friend used to be on it, like a worldwide league of farts? Farts, yeah. Great use of technology, that. Well, Great mark of humanity, too. Well, rate my shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I bet there is a rate my the, the, shit. There's bound website, to be. Yeah. Look at this one. It kills on and on yeah, and on. No, but there's, there's, there's that weird sort of mid-European poo humour that people are into, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, you know, the little shitty like, man oh, look, in, it's in for poo, Spain, yeah. which we talked about before on the cheap show. The shitty man in flame. Yeah. No, what? the shitty man from Spain. Oh. Remember the little squatting thing oh, the shitty, the little shitty man. So anyway, I'm going to be a small child entering your Not sweet a, shop. Yeah, just a child. A nondescript child of indeterminate age. And I'll just be in here. And, right, and, and, you and remember, I'll walk down the, the street. And what's the, the definitive sound effect noise that you're going to have to make? I don't know. Tinkle, linkle, linkle. Well, of right, course okay. it's tinkle, linkle, linkle. Really want to hear tinkle, linkle, linkle, Paul. All right, okay. okay here we go. I'm walking down the street. <clears throat> oh, I've just finished school and I'm going to go home, but I've got 50p in my pocket and I'm going to go along and, oh, there's a shop I've never seen before. Eli Silverman's Spoff Shop. Oh, it's interesting. I'm going to go in. Tingle-lingle-lingle. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, no, don't do that voice. <laughs> hello. Who's this? Hello. I'm a small boy with some money to spend on sweets. Well, you've come to the right place, little Sonny Jim. Do not like the way this is playing no, out. No, I've got sweets. I'm totally... Listen. Yeah. I'm totally cool. Oh, okay, cool. sir. I'm right. cool. Got cool sweets. Come on in. Right? What have oh. you got? Here we go. What kind of sweets do you like, my lad? I like sweets that um, make 
Go fizz in my mouth. I've got lots of fizzes for you. Ooh. I've got a cornucopia, a veritable cornucopia of fizzy, poppy, sweetie things. Oh, I can't in wait. What did you say your name was, little boy? Why is all your sweet shop contained in one bag? Well, I'm just, uh, I'm moving. Why are the windows boarded up in this shop? It's not really a sweet shop. Mother! <laughs> Mother! Right. I'm going to hand you one. Yeah. Oh, because we had one of these on before. <laughs> stop doing, you can stop doing that now. We've set it up. Okay. Right, okay. Oh, it's can I just say yeah. a tinkle, linkle, linkle, a tinkle, linkle. <laughs> right, right. What so, you got there, Paul? I have got. Uh, it's a little gummy burger, and it comes in a little plastic gummy uh, style, little plastic burger style container. A clam, or what they call a clam, yeah. clam, <laughs> clam design, a clam shape. Clam shape. Uh, Clam design. And it's got a nice springy action to it. It's nice, that. And it's a little burger in there. But I remember them being a bit better than that, Things I've, burgers I've seen before. They've be just fair. taken three round, vaguely round gummies. And, and stacked them. And it doesn't look like it's a like, burger, does it? Oh. No, it looks like they've put three fruit gums on top of each you other. You know what I mean? I mean, I suppose the top one is vaguely bunny. Bunny. It's, it's got a bit of texture to it. What was, it, was it a bit of an eggy foamy one? Yeah. I'll have the middle layer, which is apparently the lettuce layer. There's no meat layer. Where's the brown That's it, the red one. Oh, Hang yeah. on, let me test the green. Standard. Yeah, it's standard, but it's not unpleasant. A lot of gummies, low-quality gummies, have unpleasant aftertaste. So this that's fine. not. That's fine, is it? Mm. All right. It's made by a company called Fun Time. They also had yeah. a uh, pizza. Oh, well, that's what we tasted before was a pizza, yeah. but this was a different one. It was a different one. Um, that was all right. Standard, unremarkable. How much was it? 30p or something. Oh, that's fine then, 30p. I, I mean, bought it's... a load. And the guy said to me in the shop, he went, oh, yeah, the kids love that section. As in, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, please tell me you have children. So, like he's uh, pressing a little secret doorbell you know under the counter. <laughs> It is, I suppose it is strange for a fully grown man just to go get loads of childish sweets. I mean, it is. It's the way of the world, Eli. No, I've got another thing for Eli. you. Eli, it's the way of the world. It, it certainly is the way of the world, Paul. Here's another thing for you. Oh, oh, what's this? It's a little tube, and it's called brain liquor. It's a brain liquor. I've got a, Before I open this, this already looks like, you know, a roll on deodorant. It this does is look the just gummy like a... version of that, I reckon. Well, it, I would think it maybe has something that looks like a brain that you lick. Let's find out, shall we? Yes, open it now. I'm twisting the, the top off. It's it is exactly, a roll-on deodorant. It looks exactly like a roll-on deodorant. Oh, my God. And I imagine, you know... You meant to lick that ball. I'm going to do it. I'll do it for the, for the pod. I'm going to do right, it. All right, you do it. You lick my, you lick my ball after you, me. I'll, lick, I don't <laughs> I'll want, lick the ball first. I don't first. want the sloppy seconds on the, on the nugget. I'll lick it from the side a little bit. I'll lick the ball at the side, and then oh, you can lick the other side of the ball. Whatever, yeah. So, you know, look... And I'm doing it right over the brain liquor logo. It's not so brain. Can... There's no brain. No. It's, it's just a, it's literally a roll-on deodorant. Yeah. With I'm going to test Filled it. with sugar water. Here we go. How's that? Weak. It's not sour. It's just weak kind of blueberry. This is If your kid, if you give this to your kid and they've got it in the back of the car, like yeah. for on a long journey, imagine You've coloured your tongue a bit blue. It's got a bit blue. Oh, God. Don't it's make me look blue. inside your fucking mouth. It's <laughs> gross. All right. I mean, that is a terrible thing. I wonder. Look at the colour. If you took the lid off, that ball off, and just downed it, how quick you'd have a heart attack. <laughs> Get diabetes. Um, that's a terrible thing. It's not Absolutely satisfying, terrible. though, is it? No. But kids like that just lick it all day, you know what I mean? 
I don't know. If I was an adult and I went, yeah, you, you, you I got this for you. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Just, yeah, just, it's candy, isn't it? And I'm just going to watch you eat it and enjoy it. Oh, come on, Paul. Oh, fuck off. Vile. Fuck off. He's probably a racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got in here? I don't know. Now, what what mark would you give that? Really low. One. Yeah, it's a terrible. The brain it liquor. It seems expensive, and I don't find it satisfying. It was a quid for that. Think of the plastic waste in that ball and everything. It's a deodorant that they've they've sort of changed into a sweet item. I've got this job, lot of fucking roll-on deodorant. You know what I mean? I'll just, just take out, clean out the deodorant, stick some of this... Give it under, push it under the tap and stick some fucking Ribena in it. You know what I mean, basically. <laughs> and also, it's like Miss... Selling because it says brain liquor. There is no brain. No. The only brain is in the word brain on the label and they're a picture sell- of a brain. They're selling it as a gross, dr- you know. Yeah, like but a there's gross nothing toy. gross about it. No. It's just weird. That's a very shit thing. Yeah, and that color of green. That's the same color as the. Uh, that's what I call the slap chop. Nin- that's what I call, isn't it? The slap chop you got the oh, other day. Yeah, same color. I call that nineties. It's avocado. Nineties so, Nickelodeon green. Yeah, no. you know what I'm getting at. Yes. Gack. Slime. Here's another thing, Paul. Now, now what have we got there? Now, this Eli's is probably... giving me a stinger, ladies and gentlemen. And it's not a euphemism. No. Swizzles. Now, they're, they're a famous brand. They are. I think they are. They're sort of... Um, they do the penny sweets type stuff. They're, they're there's a lot of Swizzles products in there. They're, I think they're a competitor to, to uh, Bobby's. Bassets and Maynard's. Main, main yeah. But I think they're on the more cheaper side, like Bobby's. I think they they overlap with Bobby's. Tutti Frutti Chew Bar with a fizzy centre. The cheekiest chew bar on the planet. Well, we'll be the judge of that, We will be the judge of that. I'm going to open it. I want a cheeky rating. Now, this, obviously, to me, looks like... A uh, wham bar. Wham. And refreshers do them now as well, don't they? Love wham bars. But I reckon they've changed over they the years. They have totally changed. The flavour's completely different. And also the texture, because I think they had to, by health and safety, said your your bars are pulling out fillings and, you know what I mean, like really breaking kids' teeth and stuff. was so hard that when you bit it, it smashed like yeah, glass yeah, yeah, in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. you got big chunks of it in your gums. Yeah, yeah. You went, oh, you fucking out! Yeah, it was like, ah! Oh! Splinters of rock-hard wham bar under your gums. And there's bleeding. Blood, blood trickling there's down your wham There's not a proper wham bar unless you've got... Gum blood trickling yeah. down it. Trickling down. <laughs> He's gone rogue again. Wamba. <laughs> I try to think of something funny. I can't think of anything funny. They can't all be good. They can't. They can't. It's just a. a it's a numbers game, isn't it? Anyway, Stinger. <laughs> it's also nice. Bite. Okay, you go for it. Nice again, green. It's a. It's a similar shade of green, green. to the brain liquor, isn't it? Tutti fruity, it tastes like a fruit salad. Has it got any sourness? I'm gone. You'd think if it said stinger, it would have some uh... tiny bit of fizz. Oh, I don't think that's very good. It's got nothing to it. Do you know what I mean? It tastes like a slightly fizzy fruit salad. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, and it's too thin as well. Like a fruit salad's nice because it's got that little cube chewness to it, like a chew it shape. Right. And you think, mm, oh, that's like underwhelming. A... And you know what? I... <clears throat> I can't help but think that if that was made by Bobby's, it, the, the flavour would be would be better. Do you think? Yeah. Probably more uh, potent, like, you know, stronger. Yeah. That's Maybe not... a bit too sugary, but you know it's what? We won't know. Plasticky, almost floral, old ladies perfume. Now, Eli, here's the next question. Is it the cheekiest chew in the planet? <laughs> no <laughs> way. No, I've, we've seen yeah. cheekier. I've seen cheekier chews in a... Oh, they can't all be winners, can they? 
The numbers game, Eli. <laughs> you just got to keep trying. That's oh. all we can do. Oh. What else you got? In my shop. <laughs> um, <laughs> that got you. You look like right. you're losing the will to live, mister. I, I fucking am. I'm sweating all of a sudden. It's now, the sugar. Oh. Now, this is curious. I've never seen one of these. Well, that's why I thought I'd pick one up, Paul. We'd uh, review it on this uh, section now, of the show. I'm going to go ahead and say this is a Cadbury's knockoff of Kinder. But I, I, let's have a look. It's a Dairy Milk Freddo Treasures. So it's a little Freddo plastic. is a thing. I've seen Freddo of a Freddo Freddo's things. a cheap chocolate sweet. It's in the shape of a that, frog. Is that Cadbury's? Yeah. Cadbury's is it made by Cadbury's? Yeah. Okay, there we go. Cadbury's Dairy, Dairy Milk, milk which is a big brand. Yeah. It's a big chocolate brand. It's a, just a chocolate bar, little one for kids. It's like a cheap one shaped in the shape of a frog. I think some have caramel in. This, the, the, the frog is Freddo, isn't he? Yeah. Now this, Freddo the frog. But this is Discover a Surprise Toy. So it must be a little Freddo and a toy inside this plastic purple chest. It's like a little purple Cheshire chest. It's a bit like an egg box, isn't it? I like this. Mini egg box. It's it's intriguing, the box. Look, I'm going to open it. Paul, it's made me think. Um, you know, they've... they've, they've Reimagined a roll-on deodorant as a confectionery product. Yeah. Well, couldn't they start doing it with other things like ten a lady suckables? Go on. <laughs> it's a can't ge- all be winners, can they, <laughs> Mister Silverman? It's a numbers game, isn't it? It's a geriatric lady's nappy sweet. How do you eat it? You suck on it, and the juice comes out. God. <laughs> Fuck me. What about? What about aerosol? Just spray an aerosol mix. I think they do mix. have that, don't they? They have a squirty thing. But what no. No, I'm talking about an actual... aerosol spray Did you, you ever... spray in your mouth. Do you remember those uh, aerosol bottles that were just water, just cold water? Yeah, but were they proper aerosol or they just like No, no, that was proper gas. aerosol. That's what aerosol is. It's gas, Paul. I can't fucking I open, open this. the Freddo box. I want to Give get it to the... me. I want to get the treasure out. Give me the Freddo box. I'm do it. What about... Scissors. Oh, yeah, no, there you that's go. The you put up your fucking deck. No, it isn't. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Look. Can I just make it clear, Paul? I haven't put scissors up my dick in, since I was a very young man, a lifetime ago. Okay. I'm sorry. Was that you put the scissors up the dick of a young man? No, was I did. Said oh, no. no, no, I'm not. I'm not listening. <sighs> Vile. Open it and see what the surprise toy is. I'm opening it. This is exciting. What's chocolate the... buttons? Uh... So they're not Freddos. They're chocolate buttons. Uh, Freddos are frog shaped, are they? Oh. You like that? You can't have it. I don't want it. Right, I'm opening the toy section. I want the toy. Oh. What's in there? It's a chocolate Freddo. It's a little monkey. Oh, it's a chocolate monkey. It's not a chocolate monkey. It's just oh, a it's monkey. it's just a little monkey. It's just a little monkey. Hey, look, it's got a lenticular face. That Does makes, it? It makes the eyes blink. It's fucking great. It's a blinking monkey. I want a blinking monkey. Open it. I'm opening the blinking monkey. Hey, and I'm having chocolate. This is great, this. Right. That is... Going on my shelf, but I mean, let's have a look. It's a nice little keychainy fob thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, or, no, it's, it isn't. Little, it's just no. a toy, isn't it? Oh, he's going hello. And look, he's got everything you can. Uh... Oh, he's got, got a got name. Friends. I think What's his name? name. Look, they're all having an adventure together oh, in a flying a purple chest. chest. He's called Raz. Raz. He's Raz. <laughs> Raz the monkey. Hello, Raz. Um. Oh. No, hey. Uh, oh, what? Oh, what? What? Oh, watch out! Let's have a look at Raz. What, how, what? I know what his voice would be. Go on. Oh, I'm Raz. No, that's all your voices <laughs> ever. <are> just that. <laughs> no, no, that's Mariotti. No, I'm 
No, it isn't. <laughs> it fucking is. <laughs> Rats! Hey. No, it's not Raz. Yes, it is. Raz is a kind of, hey, I'm Raz. Wow, let's go on an adventure. Yeah, boy, you okay. got it. Okay. Raz, hey, I got a Ferrari. I'm Jimmy Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do American accents. We all go Jimmy oh, Biscuits. Me. Don't do Jimmy Biscuits. I was trying Biscuits. to do Sonic the Hedgehog and it gave Jimmy the Biscuits. Don't Jimmy the Biscuits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a made man now. Jay Bisc. So he's Jimmy the Biscuits. I think he should have a rap career. It's Jay Bisc. Jay Bisc. <laughs> Jay Tisk. Right. Bogeyman. Yeah, we've talked about that. Have you lost your fucking mind? <laughs> right, that's it. Oh, you know what? That's not it. That's, I'm going to have to rate it. Oh, yeah, you like that. I'm going to give it four. And How the toy, it? The toy is not that bad compared to the, the Mario gift egg, for example. Mate, that was much vastly worse. Vastly yeah. better than yeah, that. Yeah. How much was it? A quid? Yeah. That's great, then, because those eggs cost a quid, and you get shitty candy and a horrible This is better, better candy, because it's just chocolate. It's Cadbury's it's, buttons. It's dairy milk, yeah. And you've got a little Raz, a little yeah. Raz guy there. I like it. Okay, not too bad at not all. Not too bad at all. All right, what's That's next? your favourite item so far. Yeah. I've got two of these, Paul. Yeah. Oh, he's got It's a Chupa Chup oh. product. Uh, say what you see. Chupa Chups Tropical Fizz. It's a lolly by Chupa Chups, but they're designed like... Um, like a cocktail glass. Like, so, a, like a, I mean, this looks like a pint of beer. It looks like a pint of beer. Yeah, it's got the it's got a shape of a glass. It's got thing a head on it, doesn't it? Frothy it's got head. A frothy, foamy, spoffy top. <laughs> spoffy top. <laughs> it's got a spoffy top on its golden face. I like to scrape the froth off, and then I knob it round. I scrape my little spoff off, and I put it in the ground. When my spoff's been there for years, it gets so green and smelly. I go and eat my old dirty spoff, and then I watch the telly. <laughs> 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 oh, vile! You vile anti-Semites. That's all I can say. Right, let's right. let's taste this. Vile. Oh. I'm really upset that person thinks I'm we're vile, Paul. We can't we please are. everyone. We are kind of vile. Yeah, we are, but we're not hateful. There's a difference. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're mucky, but we're not hateful. Okay. Unless you know Lebman's or Brett and Link. Brett and oh, Link. What? Let's taste mayo. Yeah, we did that, Brett and Link. And we, we did that. And we, we... We have the first and final word. We actually found something out about mayo. What? Remember what we found out, Paul? You shouldn't eat it raw on a spoon five times <laughs> in a row, because it'll make you sick. Well, apart from that... Oh. Uh, we discovered that Hellman's, one of the most revered brands in all of food oh, stuff, yeah. I couldn't tell the difference. In fact, I thought Sainsbury's own brand was better. Yeah, well, there you go. A blind test. So that tells you something about mayo. Is that the kind of thing that Brett and Link do where they just go, eh, there's nothing here, no content, I'm bearded, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck, fuck this. Now let's drink each other's piss. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, let's test this. This is a Chupa Chups Tropical Fizz. Oh, it's a boiled sweet candy. Chupa Chups are... Mmm. Uh, the top's really rough. It's it. It's got a textural. Uh, is it like a mm. like one of those things you get on a toothbrush, like a tongue cleaner? It's just a very rough top. And what's this flavour like? Mm. Like a tropical drink. It's like like it's a like pineapple, pineapple mangoey sort of thing. Mm. Is that nice? Chupa mm. Chups. I don't know if we discussed this before, but that oh. was designed, wasn't it? The logo by Salvador Dali. Was it? Yeah. Genuine fact. Yeah. Never knew that. Very strange, isn't it? Very strange. But then he also um, worked with Disney for a he while. He did, yeah. And they tried to get an animated feature made and it never panned out. I'm tasting one because um, 
We have two of these. Mm. We're not sharing lollipops. It's very pleasurable. You frankly. like that? Yeah, it's very pleasurable. Okay, one more sweet, and then I've got a special item that I want to discuss because it is, it is pertinent to our... Can uh, we not... Can we go escape to the pertinent item? Okay, so you're done. You're done with sweets, yeah? Yeah, let's move on. Let's just... Let's sum up the froth shop. What do we have? You know what? It's not good as, as Mr. Gaddin's froth shop, but there's some definitely delicious treats here, sir. So you'll come back to the froth shop, oh, No. Young lad. No, I'm going straight to the police after this. Young boy. No. Young Majimmy lad. <laughs> Young Majab. Majimmy. Young Jimmy. I've walked into a madman's hut. At least I've got sweets and maybe bananas. <laughs> right. right. What am I going to do? Oh, I'm going over here. Oh. <laughs> I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It is a numbers game, and <laughs> God loves a trier. You, do you know what? You know why it didn't work properly, Paul? You are untalented? You... It's a lovely lollipop. Because <laughs> you didn't say tinkle, linkle, linkle. With... You didn't give it that magic. Give it the pizzazz. Give it the oosh. Your problem is... What? Your problem is you expect too much of me. And the problem with me is I expect too much of you. And we both fight to give it. And so we're at this kind of war of attrition. Well, right now, I'm licking a lollipop. I'm not listening to a fucking word you say. <laughs> You're not. You're not even listening to yourself, though, Paul. That's the sad thing. No. You're just like... Eeeh. <laughs> <laughs> right, what's your special let's, thing? No, let's just sum up quickly what we had. What did we have? We had. We started with the fun time... Gummy, fine... Gummy burger. Regular. I want to see a proper trolley one, because there was actually some mm. attention to detail on the moulding. You could see, for example... The little the sesame seeds oh. on the bun on a trolley one. Do you yeah, know what I mean? We'll try and the, a trolley. And the, and the the lettuce layer mm. actually looked like a you know it had the, like the veins on the the structure no, of the lettuce. It was basic and bare minimum, but it was fine it for what it is. It wasn't that bad, but you so, know what I mean. I wanted a more. I want more accurate. Two and a half. That was terrible. Stinger completely. The stinger fine. was not good. I didn't. I, that's my least favourite. Two. I, I thought the flavour was weak. It had a real grandma's Palma violet sort of artificial yeah, perfumey thing to it for me then um, we had the freddos i think that's your favorite wasn't it's it the runaway success story really? of you, the day you like chocolate i mean i, I mean i know it's brand and blah 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 but as a as a alternative to a kinder egg not too bad a lot of fun yeah we'll have not to see what bad. the toy quality is like going forward well i think that's it i think they just do this line so you just get yeah but have lots to, of them there's lots of them to collect so there's a freddo obviously mm. i think we, i would have preferred to get the freddo rather than what's Raz the treasure monkey. it says treasure Oh, apparently there's a few things as well. You can get a, a watch type thing and oh, a jigsaw and a, and a maraca. So this stuff there. Now, Paul, are there people... Uh, Kinder must have been going for, for over for years and years, right? I think they must have been going for like 30 years or something. And there must be people who actually collect Kinder toys. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah, yeah, well yeah definitely, because they want to get all the right line and they collect them. And, yeah. Uh, it's a bit like you and me have got... Well, I have. I've got a little bit of obsession with uh, decorated clipper lighters. At the moment. We both have a bit oh, no. of that at the moment, don't we? <laughs> and then finally, the lollipop. Uh, I the like... Chupa Chups Tropical Fizz lollipop. Nice, simple lolly, but you know what? I'm having a lot of fun sucking it. Um, also, we forgot the other... The, the, oh, the, the brain... The, brain lick is the worst that thing That is the me. worst thing. That's the worst thing. That's, yeah. that's one. That was. That was terrible. That's like the amount of plastic waste on it. Waste on it. Do you know what I mean? piss poor... Candy. Just pure shit, and it's always good. if you gave that to your kids as well, they're going to make the whole back of the car like sticky with the yeah. shit. Do you know what I mean? Never I'm rubbing it in their ear, you know, and sticking it in their face. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be fights. What about this? Takes Sh- his eye off the road for a minute, and it's a bit semi. 
Chocolate tampons. No. <laughs> How do you know what? <laughs> well, you could just rebrand Cadbury's fingers. <laughs> Couldn't you? Mummy's chocolate tampons. <laughs> right. What about... Uh... Oh, what about... Uh... Gummy razors. No. Tropical colostomy bag drink. <laughs> oh, God. Squeeze the bag. Wake the drink. <laughs> That's a good idea. Do you know that? Talk about Orangina. Yeah. Where are we? Well, yeah. That's their thing. Shake the bottle, wake the drink, yeah. isn't it? What's your thoughts on Orangina? I kind of like it, I like but it's a bit it. costly for what it is, which is basically slightly weak Fanta. But with bits in. Yeah, because that gives it the edge. Uh, yeah. Let's wrap this up. Right. So that's the froth shop, but I just wanted to mention these. Oh, what's this? Because we've done Doritos on the... Uh, the League of Christmas, oh, we have, yeah. which is our very, very serious, mm. scientifically vetted yeah. and rationally thought out mm. crisp ranking system, yep. which I think is the best of its kind. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to make that noise? It, makes, it brings me joy. Uh, we, and we covered Doritos, didn't we? Yeah. You know, because they are basically the biggest brand. Fuck me, you have to draw <laughs> things out so much. Get That's to the, the whole point. point. What? What are we doing here? I'm just talking shit. Yeah, but for brevity's sake, mate, just sometimes <laughs> say, I bought some nuts. <laughs> they are not nuts. These are Doritos bits. What does that mean? Factory floor sweeping. That's what you'd imagine. But yes, they must be corn maize meal that they've uh, that is left over in some way from their manufacturing process. But these are spicy cheese. Oh. They're a spicy cheese flavour, Paul. And these, what do you, it's like a nut pack. It's not like a crisp packet it's in. It's I've in a nut, a nut sack. sack. <laughs> I've got a nut sack. Spicy cheese. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to. I just drooled. <laughs> Stop. I just drooled all down myself with uh. thinking about my spicy nut sack. <laughs> okay. Right. Come on. Put Here some of your spicy, cheesy, tangy, cheesy nuts in my hand. Here we go. These are bits. Oh, they don't look, they look very peculiar. Oh, God, they do look like... They're like uh, rigatoni or something, aren't they? They're weird spiral things. Like the broken bits of spirals. It's like spiral pa- pasta, but like um, shattered. Do you know what I mean? like a Bombay mix feature. Yeah. Tastes like... What do you think? They taste like, yeah. Tastes like small bits of Doritos. <laughs> yeah, they do. They're okay. <sighs> right then, can I go now, Mr. Silverman? He's still here. Yeah. Right, go then. Bye. Tingle-ingle-ingle-ingle-ingle-ingle-ingle-ingle. Nice. That's what I wanted to hear. Get on board. Make the noise. Is that it now for this segment? Uh, right, well done. You're funny, Mr. Silverman. Well, funny. You did well there with that segment. It was nice. It's a numbers game, Paul. It's a numbers game, isn't it? They can't, can't all be winners. Can't all be winners. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for Gannon's Gramophone, uh, where we all get around Gannon's Gramophone and look for uh, amusement or uh, disheartenment around a track that I find what? on Fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> I'm sorry. You just knew when you said disheartenment. That's when you, that's when you took the misstep there in that sentence, Paul. You went from... Just about coherent into incoherent bullshit. Try again. It's Gannon's gramophone. It's Gannon's gramophone. That's your only fucking jingle device, that, isn't it? It's Gannon's gramophone. 
It's Gannon's Gramophone, where we sit around and listen to some vinyl from yesteryear and decide whether it's hot or whether it's not. So I found three... Oh, okay, so I went, I went to Brixton on a kind of charity shop hunt. Oh, I haven't yeah. been to Brixton in ages. Wink. What? I went to Brixton... For what? What are you to alluding buy to? Yeah. some charity shop stuff and get my drift. You yeah, know what I, I mean? went... What, what are you suggesting? To Brixton. Are you suggesting... Are you suggesting... Yes, I sell my body in yes, Brixton you do. for sex? Yes, you do. And like, I was just in a back alley with some... Woman, you're whopping poultices out by the by the five, dropping blotches everywhere. <laughs> just just <laughs> dropping blotches. Just, yeah, I don't know. No, I'm suggesting you went there to buy marijuana. A woman of later years buys my time and takes me to a, a woman a of a later room years. Who puts up above a room in a pub. <laughs> I want a woman of later. And years. she's like, "Hey, Sunny, I'm a woman of later years. Why don't you lie down over there, Sunny, and I will sit upon your face and part my grey." dripping flaps oh, over your mouth God. and then you move your how are we here why is this and, happening I don't know I'm sorry <laughs> Paul yeah can I just pick up when you said a woman I'm of lady I'm lady plops <laughs> oh yes she is it is mad and lady plops lady, lady, I want to sit on your face and plop and I'll, I'll pay good listen, money if you want to go see the lady plops you have to get through me I'm squishy Jim I'm uh, acting as well, a pimp I want, I want to pay lady plops uh, yeah. 500 pound to plop in let me check your, check your genitals for the warts there you go. Yeah, it's good. There's got two or three yeah, on there. It's good. Quite good. It's nice. It's good. Yeah. Those two make it's it. Good. Like, those two make it's it look good. like a wild animal. Oh, madam, madam. Yes. yes. We got one. Go, go. Lovely. <laughs> God. Send him up. Is the money good? Show us your money. Here we go. Five hundred bad. Now remember. Yeah. Before I take this off here, look in Squishy Jim's eyes. Yeah, well. And tell me. Yeah. I love her. You will respect uh, Lady I'll, Plops. I'll treat her like she's my own mum. All right. Watch out for all the shit that's in there as well. As 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 I empty my load inside of it, I'll think, just like me old mum. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a, it was Send him up. Go Send up, him man. Up. Yeah, up I you feel, go. I feel a plopping coming. Yeah, mind out for all the shit. You're right. You lie down there. All right, thank all you. All right. Can we... <laughs> oh, let's segue away from this scene. <laughs> no, Paul. That's not how Mrs. Lady, Madam Lady Plop does it. That sounds like Madam <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> we all know she can do hard ball-like pellets that she can get out her, her trouser leg with no mess. Yeah, like there that. We go. That's the noise of Lady Plops. Oh, Thank you very much. The end. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I went right. to Bricks. This all became... because. Because I, I said, to, yeah. I went to Brixton. I was actually trying to say, you know, you went to Brixton to buy marijuana. Because uh, that's what I used to do, no. Clapham. Remember the green door in Clapham? Mr. Greenleaf. Yeah. Yeah. There used to be queues. And the Cafe Cairo next yeah. door. That's closed down. That's what we can happily say. I think it's opened up again on the new management, but you're not allowed to smoke at all in there. In Cafe Cairo, yeah. I mean, you know what? We'll save that story for another time. We do our drugs episode, because I think it'd be Are fun. Are we doing a drugs episode? Yeah, we've got to. People want it. We've done a sex one. We'll do drugs, and we'll do rock and roll. And we'll talk about drugs. Yeah. Our drugs experiences. Yeah. Okay, good. In, in, in a rational, yeah. mature way. Yes. <laughs> Why? Anyway. So I went to so Brixton, you've done, uh, and, and you... I didn't see many charity shops. I saw one, and it was huge. It was a Dr. Bernardo's. I know that one. It's on the corner. Yeah, and I found three, I think, amazing finds in terms of uh, novelty. So Interesting. They're all LPs. So let's start with this one, I think. Now, this is vinyl. It's a, it's a double LP? No, it's just a single. It's a gatefold, it's a gatefold yeah, cover. for no reason, really. 
And basically, it's an album called Saturday Scene, hosted by Sally James. And was Saturday Scene a show? Yes. It was Saturday, a TV show as well. So it's a TV... Um, Saturday morning show where Sally James introduced... It was based around... Oh, come on, brains. Uh, glam rock. Bands like that. So that's why Gary Glitter, uh, Shawaddy Waddy. They're all glam rockers. Yeah. But it was like a Saturday morning thing Sweet. that went on for hours. Like A um... couple of songs, inter- a couple of interviews, and then it would go to Thunderbirds for an hour, then yeah, come yeah, back yeah, and then yeah, she yeah, talk. Yeah. It's that kind one of thing. One of those ones, yeah. So for some reason in, uh, where is it? I want to say, what year does it say it was made in? It must be mid-70s. 74, 5? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's my, it's on the disc sometimes. All right, you have a look at the disc. I'll read okay. the thing out. Okay. So, yeah, it's an album based on the TV show. And 74. 74, yeah. okay. It's, and it's Sally James singing two songs and then a lot of interviews with people like David Cassidy, Shawaddy Waddy, Alvin Stardust, Sparks, interesting choice, Sweet and... Infamous nonce Gary, Gary Glitter. Glitter. And it really is, with the hindsight of knowing that Glitter is a nonce... Retro, a, a disgusting human being. A terrible criminal. It does make the interview sound sinister in places, doesn't it? It does. We'll get to that in a second, right. because it, on the front cover, you see Sally James, and oh, she's adorable, isn't she? She's, she's very lovely. cute. She's adorable. Hello, is she everyone. still about? She, I've, I don't know. Do the death check on Sally James. Okay, Google. Sally James. According to Wikipedia, Sally James is a former presenter on the ITV Saturday morning children's show Tiswas from 1977 oh, until it ended in 1982. And then I think in that time she was also doing Saturday Scene. No, Saturday Scene was... She's 68. Uh, she lives in London. Yeah, she just... Uh, so she's all right. She's banging does, around. Doesn't do it anymore. And what, you know. what, talk to Gary Glitter? No, no she doesn't. doesn't do TV anymore. She probably maybe had a, um, I mean, a family. Maybe. But anyway, she says here, Hello everyone, I'm Sally James, a lucky girl who's been interviewing lots of exciting pop personalities over the last year for my programme, Saturday Scene. Because this show is only seen in London, I have talked to some of the most exciting stars for you all on this album. They are lovely guys, and I hope you learn a little more about your particular favourite. Enjoy yourselves, Sally James. Now, she does have a kind of charm as a presenter, don't you think? She's got what I would say, in a slightly derogatory way, but not really. She's got that kind of... uh, Woman of the good life. Yeah, you don't like a uh, uh, head girl yeah. actually. Which oh, it's dreadfully ca- nice to meet you, yeah. Mister Mister Sweet. Sort of yeah. posh, yeah. sort of, uh, but softly but spoken, nice. enthusiastic, polite. She's, do you know what I mean? There is Lovely. a quality. You can see why they. She, I, I, she obviously she makes reflected. a good presenter. I think a lot of the female audience, the young female audience who would like to meet Gary Glitter. Definitely, and, yeah. You know, David Cassidy. Well, they, they wouldn't want to meet Gary Not Glitter. Not now. Obviously, well, no, at the they, time. Yeah, they still, they didn't know that they wouldn't want to. They thought they wanted to until but they didn't want to What's anymore. interesting, though, is that there are two songs, there's, there's four tracks on this altogether. She, um, she, uh, Sort of dabbles with uh, singing on yeah, this, apparently. and that is not very good. Well, it? she teamed up with the band called Love Together, who were a short-lived seventies British glam pop band. No pop, pop band. band. Yeah, oh. they're kind of like kind of like a, imagine a books fizz kind of thing yeah. in the seventies. Okay, um, and so there's two songs. Let's listen to one now. This is Sally James singing a song called "Isn't It Good." No. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Sally. Over the past year, I've been very fortunate in meeting lots of really interesting people, some of whom you can meet on this album. Also, I've recorded my first song. I hope you like it. Everybody gather around and pick up what I'm putting down. So take your partner's hand and then you'll 
you'll understand It's not a new feeling that I found It's an easy tune to follow along A rock and sway in time with this song Come and take a chance, you gotta dance, dance, dance Give it everything you got Here's your chance now, watch me dance now Watch me move it It's not great, it but it's not awful. Mm. I don't, it's, it's not, not great, not. but it's not awful. I'd say it's, it's not great, awful. but it's not awful. It's not awful. We've heard awful. This is just, it's like, All right, it's very got... simple. Actually, compared to some one particular other record coming up, Paul, yeah. it doesn't sound that bad. No, with, it, uh... was, it was a nice contrast, frankly, after that. And then, yeah, the interviews are kind of standard. She's just very polite. Oh, what's it like being on the road, Shawaddy Waddy? It's nice. <laughs> what, um, what, what's it, how do you write a song? Oh, was inspired. The bit me. that got me is when she's interviewing Gary Glitter, and yeah. it's like, how did you come up with that song? Touch me and touch my privates. <laughs> no, it's like, how did you come up? How did you come up with a? Do you want to touch me? Do you want to touch me? Yeah. And he goes, it, oh yeah, it's because I was a uh, on stage. stage. I had all my ideas on stage. Yeah. I was out on the thing and I reached out to the crowd and they touched me. But then the other side of the stage, we, going, they oh, were, we oh. want to touch you. And I said, do you want to touch me? And they went, yeah. yeah. And I thought, that's, that's a song. A song. <laughs> and I, I can't help but wonder how he got the inspiration for Come On, Come On. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Try he, to... He's deviant. And that other bit as well, where he talks about, what do you like most about sing- you know, what you do? And he goes, it's the way he delivers it because of our brains and what we know of him now. It feels like he's fighting the urge to say, fucking love fucking kids. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. But he goes, I like giving pleasure. Pleasure. It's the, pleas- the pleasure I give to the fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is totally. And there's a bit where he goes, uh, it's good to get out get, uh, get out of the country. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I like to go fishing because everyone out there, we, we only talk about fishing. Yeah. We don't talk about anything else. Like our incessant sexual demons. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing about this record, uh, as I mentioned to you before, oh, yeah. Paul, it's got the London Weekend Television logo, and yeah. you don't see that on vinyl a lot. In fact, that's the first time I've ever seen it, I think. Well, I imagine and that makes me... Can you, can just, I can just hear that. Is hear that, the idea. Because basically, it's hard to imagine now, but they used to actually take over this ITV on the weekends, didn't they? It was like a different company. Well, there was more regional programming back then where certain times of the day were scheduled. So, like, every channel, every ITV played Scylla Black's Blind Date yeah. at 8 o'clock. But before then, you had, like, Granada Tonight or maybe you had London Weekend. No, I had London Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's not a thing that you had. So, what did you have? Gr- Grundy? Granada. Granada. That was what uh, we had in the North We West. had Thames yeah. during the week with the, the, the reflection of yeah. St. Paul's logo, and then London Weekend uh, Television on the weekend. But regional programmes kind of gone now. The closest you get is when you go, oh, now go to your area for your local news after the main headlines. Oh, yeah, you get that, yeah. That's kind of it. It's a shame, really, isn't it? Well, TV just doesn't have the money in it anymore. Well, they do, but they just go, oh, let's do a load of repeats and let's slap a load of dramas on it. Call it ITV 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Now, 
I've got to stop drinking this fucking lollipop because I'm drooling like a prick. <laughs> it's drooling, it's a... drooling like Lakey Ken. Yeah, pre-cum John. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, it's all right that, really, at the time. And I, also... It's strange to hear like a, a just a sort of really... Um, it's like a kind of audio really, magazine, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's what I mean. It's ephemeral. The the interviews are just like an interview that you might get on a live show or something. You know what I mean? They're they're not. Um, well, no, they're taken from the live show. That's no, what they're I'm taken from. So it, yeah. they're filmed for the show, and then what she's done here goes, "Oh, you can buy this album anywhere in the country now, and it has the things that you've missed I see. on it." Yeah. So you'd never have heard these conversations. But you know, what I mean, there's not much to it. It's all faff. It's yeah, all but just that's sort of... what a magazine kind of is. It's I faff, know, but it's, isn't it? it's an unusual with the modern sensibility to see a gatefold LP that was just designed as. Just as just as a you know well, it, a magazine, just as a throwaway th- item. It's the almost. thing. It says also thanks to Looking Magazine for their assistance, and I'm guessing basically maybe they designed yes the the, the, the artwork. And they things. did. It's like a magazine, like yeah. a teen mag, isn't it? But it's in the form so of I a gatefold. They did more. Or whether that was like a one-off, and maybe not enough people bought it. Who knows? Because but maybe yes. people thought, I don't want to hear Sally James in this band. I never heard. I'll do their yeah middling glam type stuff. No, but, you know a nice curio. And a nice bit of nostalgia, I think, as well. Uh, yes. What do you think? What do you think so far? Your opinion of that? I, it's very interesting as a curio. And, uh, yeah. Great feedback, mate. Um, Great opinion. Ah, I've dropped Rob Roy. Does it have, it actually has, does it have any songs by them? I know, it's only her songs and they're... Only her songs. Because I bet you the reason why they did that was because of They her, can't get the copyright. They couldn't the, afford yeah, to yeah. put Shawaddy Waddy on or something. Now what we got? So... Moving from Saturday uh, scene to one of the most interesting kind of, uh, I don't even, what would you call it? Like overnight success, flash in the pan, weird artists from the 70s stroke 80s. So same charity shop, this and Saturday scene and the final one were all lumped together. So it looked like a comedy collector or maybe some kind of uh, like entertainment fan. No, like entertainment albums. fan, yes. So this is an album by an artist called Roy J. And it's a man quite thin on the cover wearing, you know, the kind of old-fashioned like the Alcatraz prison, prison prison costume. And he's a stand-up. And he was super famous for a hot second in the 80s. And somehow it led to this album. Now, I'm going to go to... There's not much about Roy J online. It's mostly because he was been and gone, you know, quite quickly. He went, Why did he go so quickly? Because he was just a shtick and everyone got sick of it. Or? Well, his shtick was... He'd go, One-liners, but he was kind of like an emo Phillips. He kind of... S- weird kink to everything he did. He had this kind of... Slithery... So they were weak jokes, but he sold them on the sort of strangeness of it. Yeah. Uh, and that did emo was, was emos, but emo Phillips, is, isn't his material good? Or is it all just No, kind no, of... I'm not comparing him to emo Phillips. I say emo Phillips has got a very strange style, but he's got the material to support that style. Yes. Where Roy J was more like... Uh, a standard one liner. Do you actually guy. remember Roy J from back in the day? No, and yes. Yes, because I used to go on a lot of comedy forums like Cooked and Bombed, and stories like Roy J would pop up because right. a lot of people celebrated comedy from all eras and yeah. like entertainment, and that's where I kind of went down a rabbit hole with little and large stuff for a yes. while. So, anyway, he's got a Facebook appreciation group where people join up to say, Remember he's Roy J. Nah? He's dead. Yes. He's well, dead. it's part of the kind of weird myth of Roy J. I'm just going to read out. What the Facebook appreciation page for Roy J says, all right? Go for it. All right, stop sucking. <laughs> Sorry. Right. This is what this says. Remember that guy who used to appear on TV back in the late 70s and 80s? He would dress up in a convict's uniform and say, spook, and slither no. hither. 
No. No, I do I mean, not that's, remember. That, that's the problem. Yeah. No. A massive favourite in schoolyards all over the country. I mean, maybe because we missed it, that was our, not our generation, so maybe the people slightly older than us remember when Roy Jones. Late 80s, did he late say? Late 70s, early uh, 80s. No, that wasn't our generation. Um, I was four. A massive favourite in schoolyards all over the country. He also had a great singing voice and made a little-known single, <laughs> Vehicle, on You Might Need Somebody, which possibly did not even get a full release. Although thought by many to be American, because that was his style, uh, Roy was a Scots-Irish of Scots, Irish, and Norwegian descent. Mm-hmm. In the early 70s, following being a Ponton's blue coat in no Morgan, shit. Lancashire, he started out as a straight gag man and then achieved a little fame and much notoriety around the clubs when he started to use the catchphrase, K-N-L, literally spelled K-I-N-E-L-L. Uh, Do you see it? K-N-L! <sighs> I shout my bed! <laughs> he was banned from a couple of clubs most notably one in Withamshaw. As well, I don't know, it doesn't say why. As well as being a comedian, he was also a singer working with the South African group Four Jacks and a Jill in Rhodesia. That was in Barway in 1975. Very strange. Because that's weird, because that tune, which is the first one on this LP, Vehicle, yeah. uh, I I have a version of, which is by an African artist. Oh, that's weird. It's not. They're not called... Four Jackson. No, Adela. it's not. <laughs> the band were very pop- were a very popular draw on TV there, having several shows. Following this, he developed the Slither routine and broke into TV. He was popular on mid eighties shows like the Laughter House, Seaside Special, Crackerjack. Those kind of light wow. entertainment gamey show things. I really find it very refreshing when I see a new comedian arrive on the scene with a style that's all his own. And I'd like you to share that rare pleasure with me now. Here's Roy J. Sudan, no, won't you hop inside my car? I've got candy flaws, I'm a traveling man, and I will take you to the nearest star. Hey. Hi, weirdos. <laughs> Spook. I used to be a schizophrenic, but we're both okay now. <laughs> wow, this place is weird, huh? Sliver. <laughs> I met a guy outside tonight. On his way to the Olympic Games. I said, are you a pole vaulter? He said, no, German, but how did you know my name? (laughs) (laughs) It's a whole world. And fronted campaigns for square crisps and schweppes. Hey, weird, unrelaxed. They don't know the secret. I tell them, but they're weird. I'll tell you instead. The secret is... Sparkling drinks from... You know who. Mate, he's a fucking hero. Roy J exposed Square himself Christmas on stage. Schweppes. He exposed himself on stage. Yeah. So he's a hero. Roy J exposed himself on stage at a show and then stormed off stage in Jersey in the 80s because no one laughed at his jokes. Though he denied being drunk, but this spelled the end of his TV career. He was allegedly convicted for his behaviour. It seems long after his TV career, Ray toured the US supporting PJ Proby for ending up in Benidorm and opening a club. He continued his comedy exploits and died in an Alicante hotel penniless. Wow. In t- 2007, December, 
His funeral was paid for by a local businessman who's a good friend of Roy, and after his body laid unclaimed for two weeks following his death. The funeral was at a crematorium in Villa Jojoja. January 28th, 22nd, 2008. He spent years battling addiction to gambling, alcohol and substance abuse. He worked the clubs, one being Chaplin's Bar, and was noted for being the comic people saw before the famous stripper, Sticky Vicky, took to the stage oh, wow. with a mix of stripping what and magic. What a story this is. A very talented but tormented guy. Sticky Vicky. <laughs> but forgotten. So, yeah. That's cool. That whole, like, his whole story, like, the Schweppes, all the details are so um, redolent of the era, don't you think? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, the Square Crisps. Which Have we done that on the league yet? We need to do have, Square no, Crisps have, on the league. We? No, That's an important entry and we need to do it. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Weird. So this Roy J album, it's a collection of just songs. There's nothing funny about them. No. There's no, I mean, there's there's one little bit. Let's, and they say he had a great voice. I would not say that. Let's play a little bit of Vehicle, the most popular track okay. on here. Right, yeah. The most one people might know the most. Yes. He can hold a note, but it sounds like he's faking a stupid voice to sing. Yeah, I don't. He just doesn't have much going on in way of musical talent. I don't and, think. And, right. and what's interesting is that depending on the song, he changes his singing style. Yeah. So like one minute he's kind of like trying to affect a kind of a he's doing a, a club Hayes kind of thing. Yeah. Fake, not in a racist way, but just in a kind of the intonation a soul, of tone. sort of soul take. Yeah. And then he's doing like Curtis Stigers type yeah. stuff. And he also does sort of it veers quite heavily into sort of club singer. Yeah. Sort There's of one stuff, bit doesn't where it? I said to you, why is he singing like W.C. Fields? Yeah, he like, sounded just like... Like, just like W.C. Fields. But the only... The thing is, the bass on that tune's... It's well-produced. It's, it's a well-produced it? yeah. album. But it's like I was saying to you, it's like that Chevy Chase comedy al- uh, album he de- made where it's like you give a big high-profile star an album and they either fill it with too earnest type covers or barrels of unfunny shit. Yeah, and Chevy Chase found the line between doing both at the same time. But this is him trying to be a heartfelt singer. Now, we should point out about this LP that the copy that you've bought, yeah, um, has been signed by the man himself. I know. I didn't even notice that until you pointed out. It says to Joanna, love and peace. Then he's got spooks. Yeah, his catchphrase. In a circle. And then it has his name, um, Roy J, 1983. But then he's also. It's three or five. It's probably 83. It's I can imagine those. this and album And then it says Bailey's up. underneath. And watch, whoever, Joanna probably, who owned the record, yeah. has ta- put tape over it so it wouldn't um, rub off. Yeah. There's strips of... Uh, so if anyone tape. wants a signed, rare copy in reasonably good condition of Roy J, uh, please get in touch. Cause He's got uh, Brothel Creepers. That's the name of those shoes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Brothel Creepers and uh, Prison the, the, and White Gloves. This whole thing's just slightly weird, isn't yeah. it? 
It's because it's it's like a creepy mime-esque yeah. kind of thing where he's doing a smooth yeah. jazz and comedy three, take. And there's that picture that's on the cover on the back, plus another two photos of him in the same pose. That yeah. must be his that's sort of... That's what I don't get. It's his like, sort of one leg raised and the... And you, like the he's been caught walking in the dark. Like and he's tiptoeing, yeah, in the middle like of tiptoeing. Spotlights yeah. come on and he's been frozen. Yes, so there's one of him is just in a normal kind of outfit, like yeah. a polo net, black polo net and sort of flares and um, yeah. brothel creepers. And then there's one... Wee Willy Winky style. Where he's in a, a nightie. Yeah. And um, one of those, what, night hats they used to... Yeah, Wee Willy Winky. People used to wear those. Nightcaps. Weird pointy nightcap. Yeah. Why? It's weird, isn't it? Maybe people thought headdress for bed was a thing once. I bet, I bet fucking Jacob Reed Smog still has one. I bet he fucking does. Yeah. Maybe bet... Roy J's Jacob Reed Smog. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's the other thing. So there was a there was a story that he may have faked his death. Who, Roy J? Yeah. Well, no. Didn't people, you just say that? It's just because he dropped off the radar that people didn't know he was dead or not. But uh, it became a... Did sad. he ever exist? Blah, yeah, blah, blah. yeah. It's quite um, sad. What's also interesting is that the closest this comes to tip, tapping into his musical... Uh, his comedy background is the reggae version of whiter shade of pale fucking bizarre which takes up 50 percent of side b so we have a little listen to some of that just at the beginning where he does for whatever reason a tribute to bill and ben the flower pot it's fucking bizarre here we go <laughs> Song is for the girl who smokes so many dog ends, she's got hard pad of the lips. <laughs> Reggie music, huh? Comes from Kingston, Jamaica, and so did two lovable people called Bill and Ben, the flowerpot men. Where I'm Bill gone with the weed, man. And then it go, and then it without any sort of humour, it just carries on being a reggae version of White Shade of Pale. A terrible one. That is but you know what I will say is that I can kind of see why he did that version of it. Because you know the chorus, it does sound kind of Jimi Hendrixy. Do you know what I mean? Like the chorus of White Shade of Pale does have a slightly I don't know if it's like a reggae thing, but it's got this kind of Well, it's famously Jim- based on on um What? The handle. Yeah. That the the organ line. Isn't it? Is it handle or it's one of those uh, the classical well, classical composer. But it's lifted from that, isn't it? The actual yeah. I love White Shade of Pearl. It's song. a great song. I love that song. Uh, uh, this one, you just go It was huge. Apparently sixty seven it was like beating the Beatles and it was like it was number one for a long well, that's time. When songs like then. that could be number one. You know? Yeah. And then after that, there's not been anything like that. You maybe. don't like anything, do you? Anyway. I just said I like both White as Shade of Pale and Bohemian Rhapsody. His socks disturb me as well. It's yeah, so clean. white. because they're clean. That's what you're unhappy about. Oh, right. Because yours are full of your dead semen. <laughs> Chock-a-block with dusty death. Hey. Is so, gonna... Roy, Roy, Roy J, an interesting kind of Very comedy strange. curio. I uh, just want to point out as well. Yeah. Strange little anomaly on the cover. It's got uh, arranged and produced by da 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 da. Yeah. And, and then it says Steve Sanger, drums and percussion and chic. 
It was there a band called Chic? There it certainly was. They and were very popular. And what kind of music did they do? You know Chic. For the listeners, come on! I'm just oh, okay. I'm c- encouraging Sheik, conversations so we can learn Sheik something. Chic did um, Niles Rogers and Bernard Summers. Yeah, Bernard Summers. I don't know Sumner. Sumner. Um, Chic are a group. They did Chic Sheer. Yeah. Um, Disco. Freak out. Disco. Digga dig 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 dig. They did Sister Sledge. We are family. That's right, Chic. Okay, good. Right now and. The vehicle, the first song, because I know I I have a version of this. Yeah, uh, they've got the name wrong of the of the writer. Of the of writer, completely, completely wrong. Well, it's, it's pre-internet. The guy goes, "Oh, it looks a bit like that." Uh, I can't uh, see it from a distance. No one cares. Like, no one. I don't cares. think a lot of people bought this extremely strange-looking Roy well, J. Fucking album. Joanna did, and she got it signed, and probably saw him at a live show. Maybe at the one at Jersey where he got his cock out. <laughs> Maybe he signed it in his willy tears. Why did he do that? It was just like you're dying so hard. You think, "Oh, I'll give you something to laugh probably. about." Um, no. No. I don't know. At that point, I don't want them laughing, especially if I get my cock out. I know. It's just like, have you won? You're like, I've got to make them laugh. I've got to make them laugh. What can I do? I know one thing is guaranteed to make them laugh. The sight of my well, wilted well, John The rumour is he was quite well hung. That's one of the urban legend parts from that. He was a, a massively endowed man. So what? The audience went, <gasps> Yeah. They went, Ooh! Oh! Right! You're not laughing! Look at this! Zip! Boom! Sonic boom wipes out the audience. A, a shockwave. Like Akira, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so there you go. That's our second choice. But now the third What's and final. What's the third and final platter on Gannon's gramophone today? It's Cannon and Ball's Together album. Uh, Mate, I... You have a fondness for them because they are Scouse. They're not Scouse. Are they not? No, they're from Yorkshire. I'll tell you what. Oldham Lancashire is where Tommy Cannon from, oh, and Bobby me. Ball was near Oldham. Oh, forgive me. Forgive me. I, didn't, right. I thought there was... Uh, Cannon and Ball were a double act, big in the very late, eight, very late 70s, early 80s, on ITV. Now, at this time in light entertainment, everyone was basically trying to fill the void of Morecambe and Wise, Morecambe who and were Wise. the fucking... Probably the best double act Britain's ever had. Well, the most popular, for sure. Yeah, because, you know, people would argue that people are funny or whatever, but there's no... No one loves Morecambe and Wise more than Britain. Yeah. Which I know sounds like a stupid thing, but... No, and uh, they were... Um, I don't care for it that much, but you can see that it's... You can see why it's good. Yeah. If you watch it, you know what I mean? It doesn't and when really... Eddie Brabham started writing for them, that's when he started tapping into that beautiful they, they relationship they had. They were national treasure, aren't they? So, in that time, in the late 70s and early 80s, they were trying to bring in new blood. Now, the BBC, for whatever reason, went with Little and Large. We've spoken about Little and Large, and I'll say it again. I don't get little and large <laughs> i don't get what they do no i don't get how they do it he just I seems to do understand. a deputy dog impression i mean look ian lee recently interviewed uh little and large or certainly eddie large recently right. uh it was a very nice conversation about the career and their thing and so it's like i'm not so much judging the people as so much as the quality of their material yeah. which i'm like and the market that allowed them to become big yeah because of, yeah. In, in, the thing is nowadays they look at a double act on YouTube and they go, right, they're 20. We'll grab them, put them on the TV as soon as possible. Whereas Little and Large, Cannon and Ball, Morecambe and Wise, they'd all spent years... On the club circuit. On the club circuit, doing the very worst gigs available. The, the most... The most top- terrifying. Yeah. That stand up today could not yeah. fucking deal with. Physical danger. Yeah. They were probably in physical danger if they didn't do well. Of you Maybe, know, yeah. Of maybe catching some kind of disease from the stage, you know. Well, like, there's a lot of stories about... Um, 
Oh God! About like Glasgow gigs. Everyone feared the Glasgow gigs. Uh, yeah, I, I I bet. I, I'm very vague with this, but I remember reading a document, uh, reading a book, or re- watching a documentary about like someone like Des O'Connor or something like that saying you, we panicked when we did that. Wow! Because you, you know, imagine actually the crowd would turn you on you. Yeah, you know. So, um, yeah. So Cannon and Ball were part of that resurgence of new double acts. Now, but they definitely did their did their their time in the in the men's clubs. Well, yeah. You think the they were men's both clubs. of a similar upbringing? So. Both in the north, both very, very poor, both scraped by to keep food on the table. So it says here, Tommy Cannon on the back of this album says, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me find this. No, Bobby Ball says, in our family, there were five, two sisters, mum and dad and me. It was often difficult to make ends meet. So lunchtime, me and my sisters would go to the local cotton mill with our singing act and it put bread on the table. So they literally, they would just go up, knock on a door of a factory and say, we'll sing. And they get a couple of quid. And then they go and buy some bread so they could eat. Wow. And Tommy Cannon, similar thing. He started out as a singer. And when they both worked in a building site together as builders, I started doing double act where they would just do songs, singing, crooning, yeah. something silly. And then one day, someone went up to me and you know what? To get more act, you can get more acts, get more gigs. Throw in some comedy. Because uh, you stretch your act out. And, get... and then that stumbled and developed and, and then, that became more popular than the singing yeah and then they yeah. i think they won like an opportunity knocks or they were they got featured on some you know search for a star type yeah. show yeah so at the time little larger big at the bbc doing the i'm gonna call it kids comedy because it wasn't smart it was very broad and by and large if it wasn't racist once a week they hadn't fulfilled their remit. No, they were terrible. So what, you're saying Little and Large came before Cannonball? A little bit. A oh, little really? bit. Well, this is the thing. Cannonball were coming they're up. They're classier, but I mean, they're just I mean, better. Well, I mean, frankly, I mean, look, it's a different era, different comedy t- tastes and things like that. So I completely understand why people think this is old-fashioned. Oh, when yeah. When you no. compare the quality of the sketches Cannonball did on TV to the quality of sketches that were on Little and Large, and it's a world of really? difference. They're much a better. They did. Okay, so... I'm going off on a tangent because I get really excited about Cannon and Ball because, uh, yeah, they're a bit cheesy and like entertainment But they had an edge that Little and Large never had. And Little and Large was basically a bullying act. Whereas Cannon and Ball was a bullying act, but it it made sense. Right. Because they'd both give and take. Yeah. Cannon would throw the ball down and then Ball would fight back with yeah, something yeah, serene yeah. and weird. Yeah. But whereas Little and Large, it was just, it it was was just, just Large having a go at Little. He's trying to sing and then he does a load of impressions to put him off and annoy him. Yeah. I mean, that Terrible. was it. And then every now and then they'd cut to Elkie Brooks singing. It's that Terrible. kind of thing. So Callum and Ball, what I'm saying is this is a long precursor to say they brought out an album at the height of their fame in, I think this is 82, 82. And it makes sense. Because remember, they started out as a singing act. So what's on this album? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> songs. It's yeah, it's just songs. The first track, which I'm going to play a clip of now, is their theme tune. Together we'll be okay, which is the big Cannon and Ball theme tune from their TV show. So it's 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 this. A laugh me a laugh, grin me a grin, and then I know that we can win. Dance me a dance, joke me a joke, and blow the clouds away. You gotta play me a tune, I sing me a song. And we can help push life along Just you and me, come on and see Together we'll be okay Open the door, open your heart And then we've got somewhere to start Just turn around, look what we found Today's a brand new day 
I'm going to go and say it right now. You like it. I think after Morecambe and Wiley's Bring Me Sunshine, this is the best theme tune for a, a, a double act in comedy in the 1980s. It's Do you know what specific. I thought it was going to be when it comes in? Yeah. Close, close to you by the Carpenters. Does it start like that, doesn't it? But no, I really like it. It's got that like entertainment feel for a show. It's also a kind of nice Bring Me Sunshine kind of thing. It's not that bad. So the rest of the songs are, are fine. Not very good. It's like, you know, when we compared it to uh, Ross Abbott. Yes. And Ross Abbott is a cheap-sounding, cheesy... Oh, he's awful. Very he's just bad, awful. Dad album. Yeah. This is just... It's light entertainment. Cruise ship it's album. It's cruise ship stuff. You can imagine that when they were going on doing their tours around the theatres and doing the Blackpool shows, they would come on, do a sketch, start with Together We'll Be Okay, sketch, sketch, banter, and then a song, a serious ballad, and then a silly song. And the, and this album's basically that experience. But it's weird. It's again, it's a totally different era where where entertainment could contain both comedy and songs. Yeah, where you don't get that these days. They they want you to. You be know, an, Bill Burr doesn't do an album. Do you no. know what I mean? Like, um, well, it's 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 more Louis C.K. doesn't do songs. You know, Probably he just wanks into pop plants in front of vulnerable. No, but it's 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 like Anton Deck would be. Yes. Maybe the closest That's to true. that. Yes. Because they present, they act, and they've done a song. And they every do now comedy. And they and do they, skits. They yeah. do bits, don't they? I well. mean, don't forget, their SMTV was the last beautiful gasp of Saturday morning TV before it disappeared away forever. I wasn't aware of that. Did they do a Saturday morning thing? Yeah, SMTV with a uh, cat dealie. You know what I liked? What? Uh, Banana Bunch. It was like. Was it the animals in the huge suits and they're like yeah. a band? Na, 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 na That's na, banana na. splits. Sorry, that's banana na, splits. Na, na, but then na, they had na, little na, cartoons, na. didn't they, in it as well? Yeah. It was, but it was like a mixed show. Like was it those... Hanna-Barbera show? Yes. Or was it the it's guy Hannah who Barbera. did... Um... No, it was Barbera. Was it? Hanna-Barbera. it wasn't the other guy who did Line of the Lost and stuff like that? No, it was no. Hanna-Barbera. Fine. I I'd think. Say, I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. People will correct us on Reddit or below or in this thing. Anyway, um, the point I'm trying to make... Oh, it, oh, Go on. Nah, I don't Sorry. really have a point. I'm just getting excited. Because kind of, I'll <laughs> he what, like, I'm, he's very excited, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I just think like their sketches were good. They they were a bit surreal. There's a bit of anger and edge to them. Lovely show. Simple. And you compare it to like what Little and Large were doing, you just think, oh, I want everything to eat me. I want to be eaten by my own fucking my rib cage. My foot. To, I want my rib cage to come alive and devour me. Oh, my foot's me. jumping down. No, it's, I'm being eaten by my own face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I think I mentioned this before, but Cannon and Ball were originally going to be in uh, Bruce Forsyth's Big Night Out, which was the show that Bruce Forsyth did when he moved to the ITV. Didn't um... which was a big get for ITV, right? But didn't but they were didn't someone else have a big night out? The Vic Reeves did, but, yeah. yeah. But that was kind of the point. That was a spoofing those I kind see. of shows. Yeah. So Bruce Forsyth did this show. It was a massive flop, but more, that was going to be Cannon and Ball's big breakout they're going okay. to be featured on and it. why didn't weren't they included uh brucey didn't like the time basically they said oh we've got it brucey wants to sing one more song yeah, with yeah. sammy davis jr so yeah, we're going yeah, to cut yeah, your yeah. bit and then it was like all right and then the next week it was like oh we haven't got time oh, they just never put that. them on so right. as a as a sorry they got a pilot to make a sketch show and that was a success and then that's what led to cannon and ball they got they had their own show yeah, yeah. based on the fact that they were treated badly on bruce oh, so it turned out all right for them yeah and look this album's fine. There's one other song on it called Everybody's Making It Big But Me, which has really the only off-putting moment on the whole album. It is quite off-putting. So Everybody's Making It Big But Me is a song originally by Dr. Hook. 
And it's a nice, silly little song about how everyone's famous. Great line in there about uh, Elton John having two hot ladies. Different times. Yeah. Uh, but then there's a bit where he's talking about how he has to kind of put mascara on and lipstick to compete with Bowie and stuff. As in the original song, that's yes. the lyric. Except in this version, Tommy Cannon says, You're a puffer! No, I'm not! And that's it. <laughs> yeah. And you just think different times. The very different very times. Very different times. That is a, a, um, a slur. But right. it's troubling, you it know? Is, with the modern ear hole, listening to it, it, it is a trouble. It kind of makes you go, ugh. Yeah. But album as a whole, if you're a t- Cannon and Ball fan, you want to hear them sing. You fine. actually like it, Paul. I do. I like Together We'll Be Okay. I love listening to it. I listened to it yesterday when it was a bit down. It really fucking cheated really? me Really? Yeah. I was walking down the street going to Morrison's and I was like, oh, it's raining and miserable. And it was like, da 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 I was singing along. And that's their theme, that's their signature tune, is it? Yeah, that was their theme tune. That was written for them. Apparently, Tommy Balls, uh, Bobby Balls said, well, they didn't think it was real with them getting this show. And the first time they felt it was real wasn't when they heard the theme tune that was written for them for that show. Ah. And I imagine that'd be kind of cool to go, oh, I've got a little theme tune for you. And it was a, a man called Mr. Hess, was it, yeah, who uh, and, uh, wrote the theme tune? He'd written a few other famous TV themes. Like, yeah. I think recently, like Ballykiss Angel. So that's not recently, but things like that. Um, so they're my three choices. Calendar Music Boy. for Pleasure. That's on the label Music for Pleasure. Never have. Oh, you have. Have I? Yeah. They um, used to pump out Oh, like records. Is it kind of like <clears throat> mixes and albums, compilations? Compilations, and they do like the world of David Bowie, where they'd get all the stuff that he hadn't licensed, or, uh, you know, they get cheap yeah. licenses for songs and stuff. Stuff he did before he was signed, yeah. or, or with But there's some label. good stuff. There is some, some good stuff on the Music for Pleasure label. Okay. And um, it was cheap, just a cheap sort of bargain basement label. And yeah, and you get sort of, uh, they do those ones where they get like session bands to cover the pop hits like and the top all of, of the that. Pops albums, yeah. Al- albums, yeah. But there was a couple of Donovan, uh, early Donovan LPs oh, yeah. that were on that that are actually nice if you like I, I don't like know Donovan. too much about Donovan. I, I but like uh, there you go. That is my vinyl, select, my Gannon's gramophone selection today. It was today. an interesting selection, Paul, and we're mining this vein of uh, naffness as we do. Yeah, and I like it because... I like a bit of naff. I, I'll end up listening to those more than maybe, you know... Band albums. We'll do. We'll, we do naff on this show, Paul. Naff is a laugh on cheap show, isn't yes, it? Yes, it certainly is, and not not niff, not the niff that when you peel back the. <sighs> Can't all be winners, Mr. Silverman. <laughs> it is a numbers game. I'm fucking hitting the wall today. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, let's sign off. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Cheap Show. That certainly was. He was. He was. Now, um... Yeah! Come on, Paul! Do the end of the show! Yeah! I'm going to do it when you've burnt out all your fucking boring, sad little shouts and exertions that you do when I'm trying to get information get You're information trying to information. Out. Information me, Paul. Trying to information me. You can't come here trying to information me. <laughs> Just, that's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah! Go! You finished? No. Come on, then. I'll never be finished. No, you will. <laughs> I won't. Yeah. When? When? When will I be finished, then? Can I just say, you said a lady of later years. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> That's not an actual thing. Later years? What, she's a lady of the late 80s? Of the later years? Like, she's in her 80s, yeah. No. What? A lady of advanced years, you'd say. 
You know what? When you start doing more hits on this podcast and being funny, then you can more hits me. on this podcast. Yeah, when you start doing when hits, when you start knocking it out of the park more, then start <sighs> criticizing my efforts. All right, but until then, it's a very small greenhouse. Making those stones are awful big. So behave yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. You're getting too fucking big for this podcast. Am I? That's your fucking problem. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're fucking sh- shaking it around, movie star. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Don't you worry, mate. No, listen. Just because Just, no, you, we're not, no, you, it doesn't matter. You put a it's vote to the people. Gonna, it's not. You put a vote in front of the people about whether they wanted sources on the show or not, and unequivocally, unequivocally, they said yes. No, you know what, mate? It doesn't matter. Uh, we do want sources. No one. Cares. We do want source. No one cares. What about gummy douche? Oh, mate, you, <laughs> seriously, it is a numbers game. <laughs> it is. It really is, mate, isn't it? It really is. You're doing well Chocolate today. toothbrush. Chocolate, right, okay, yeah. What next? Um, um, bubble gum shampoo. Gummy condom. Yeah. Ugh, I'd eat With that. With a little pocket of... I'd eat that. Jelly. Yeah, a little, a little pocket of raspberry jelly. 10 cc's of uh, creamy goosh at the bottom of it. <laughs> oh, creamy oh. goosh. So you sucked... Oh, do you know what? Well, not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your chupa chups. Yeah. Where can they go if they want to see photos of all the stuff we've covered in the show, Paul? They can go to our website, thecheapshow.co.uk, because we have a dedicated page for every episode of Cheap Show, bar the early ones, when I didn't want to do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. The first 14 episodes don't have dedicated pages because we built the website after those 14 okay. went out. And uh, lost to the mists of time, dear. Lost to the mists of time. Lost to the mists of time, dear. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, please do. It's at the Cheap Show Pod. I'm at Paul Gannon Show. And, and Eli I'm is Eli Snoid, E L I S N O I D. You can follow us there. We've got a page on Reddit. You can get involved with the conversation there. Review us on iTunes. <laughs> I don't know how many people we might be offending by you playing that. Oh, I hope, I hope not. You never know. It's a very strange object. We're talking about the globe thing again. If, if anyone does have any, I'm trying to wrap the show up. But if know. anyone does know, just let us know. It looks like a castle on top of an island that's a rock and it's orange. Yeah, things we said half an hour or so. Well, ago. I'm just reiterating. Paul. Also, should I haven't finished? Um, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, it is patreon.com forward slash cheap show. That's what anything you do to support us there is gratefully received and hopefully we will give Thank you something you very much. back. Thank I've you. decided yeah. I have I've got something on this, Paul. Yeah. yeah. I have got something on this. Okay, so I've shaved my beard off yeah. recently. So you can't do nuzzle, oily nuzzles no. for the patrons. Yeah. What about let's just Cut out the middle, man. Pubes. Yeah. It's straight on. <laughs> a ball slap. Why can't we make Oil it? All up the balls. Yeah. Whapper, whapper, whapper. <laughs> yeah. The pink pancake what, of the night. Whack him on the window. Yeah. All right. Whopper, whopper, You're going to be whopper. in pain, though, if you yeah. do that. Oh, well, I'll be in pain. These people have you paid know, good money for you yeah. to whack your balls I'll on their window. I'll it out. Get some beard oil on my nuts. Where's the rule book that says you can't put beard oil on your nuts? There's no, There's no rule no, book. You've got a good point. No. Why don't we come up with a selection of Eli Woo! What's that in the garden? It's Eli. He's whooping his nuts on the window. Spraying. As I say, mate, it's a numbers game. <laughs> Can't all be winners. They're not. Right, None so, of them are winners. Uh, if you support us, that would be lovely. If you don't, don't Thank worry. Thank you very You're much. Getting... That's what I was going to say, Paul. That yeah. is what actually what I was going to say. Yeah. There's a video of the noodle pimping from yeah. last, uh, episode. last episode. 
if you support us with a donation of five dollars per month yes you can watch that any things we film on cheap shows part of our segments will be up- uploaded to youtube and then watched only by patreons of five dollars or more uh-huh. that's exciting uh we're going to try and make as many films as we can in special little episodes on and off we're going to try and do that for and, uh, at least once w- a month there will be noodle fans there will be an advanced i'd like to think of that as the beginning chapter yeah in the book of noodle pimping that i'm well i'm developing on the show paul oh yeah yes watch out because i'll take it elsewhere so what else yeah? uh, i'll take my noodles elsewhere yeah <laughs> i will if i thought you had any proactive ability within you i'd be worried but i don't because you don't and i'll you're take my noodles you elsewhere where are you going to take them itv <laughs> oh yeah london weekend television yeah because that exists it doesn't exist but i could relaunch the brand again like, if i thought you had any business acumen i'd be concerned but mate i look, love you a, i love you and everything because we're mates but you're fucking useless there were some things that we didn't do on the mate, uh... we're saving it for next time <laughs> right, sorry these were fucking shit can i finish the Doritos fucking show bit, weren't they can i finish the show yeah. We don't need a post-mortem within the show. Whoop, the show. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> you can email us anything you'd like, a Tales from the Dance Floor, a Tales from the Shop Floor, an adventure, something you've seen, something you've bought, thecheapshow at gmail.com. And if you want to go to iTunes and give us a nice review to offset that rather upsetting one. Vile. Yeah. I, well, I bet they're anti... She's just speculating, speculating. that they're anti-Semitic. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Didn't I like our, she didn't like our, the cut of our jib. <laughs> He or she, we will never yeah. know. But they are angry, and if you're listening still, ah, fuck them. I don't yeah, give a I mean, shit. No, if they're listening, yeah. then whatever. But if that was you, if that was you who wrote the little note. I'll find oh, right. you. I have a special set of skills, and you'll regret it. Oh, are you doing a taken? Am Is I this taken? Am I? Yeah. I have no idea how to end this episode. <laughs> no, you can't. I think I've done all the information. I've made the website. Yeah, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Reddit, we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Leave a review. Uh, Spotify. Uh, we've crossed a million downloads. Uh, awards episode coming real soon. Lots of stuff. Marshmallow Pampers. They can't all be a winner. Can't be all be winners. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.